Blog Talk Radio. 34-year-old Keisha from Chicago has been eating toilet paper since she was 11. I crave it because I love the way the toilet paper feels on my tongue. She keeps toilet paper in her purse and the glove compartment of her car. She munches on toilet paper instead of popcorn at the movies. She eats half a roll every day. That's 1,200 pounds of toilet paper in 23 years. My favorite is this one. Welcome everyone once again to another live show. This is the RF Sports Radio Show. I'm your host, RF. I want to welcome everyone to the program. We got a great show planned for you guys. You guys know we're on five nights a week now. And our third night of the week, uh, this Wednesday, January the 5th, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, and we're going to get into a lot of stories. The big things today we're going to cover, of course, is the top stories going on in sports right now. Vince Young now is unemployed. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about the brand-new Ranger. Welcome into town, Adrian Beltre. We'll also talk about the NFL playoffs that will start on Saturday and give our predictions for that, too. So we got a power-packed show for you guys. So without further ado, let's get everything started. Let me bring my co-host on real quick. Royce hey, live on the show. On. Hold on a minute. I'm chewing toilet paper. No, I'm just joking. How you doing, Rodney? <laughs> that's pretty good. Man. That's one of the funniest things I've heard so far yeah, this yeah, year. Yeah, and they said instead of popcorn, she's toilet paper at the movie theater. Well, I, I remember the last time she had a date. And I, can you imagine being at the movies eating toilet paper? Wow. No, I couldn't imagine that one bit. I think that's a definite deal breaker right there if you're on a date with anybody with a roll of toilet right. paper in their right. purse. Uh, Right. Get ready to eat toilet paper for the popcorn at the movie. That's definitely a deal breaker right there. Let's recap right. real quick what we've done already this week. Worse, we had the uh, Monday show, which was our bowl game uh, special. We talked about the Armed Forces Bowl, Ticket City Bowl, previewed the Cotton Bowl, played a lot of interviews from players and coaches alike, and that was a great show. It's been a real popular show. You can go back and oh, download yeah. it. We're going to replay it tomorrow too, but go back and download it, check it out. And then yesterday we talked about uh, the two local teams and how there's big trouble in Big D with the math oh, and the injuries yeah. to Karan Butler, Dirk, uh, should we make a trade? We talked about that yesterday, and we also talked about the Cowboys and if Jason Garrett has done enough to earn the job to be the head coach. And that was a good good show yesterday. Yeah, yeah, good show. But, you so know, tonight, Ronnie, going uh, to all these bowl games, I, feel, I know how bowling ball feels. <laughs> you know, ten dollars oh, bowl games, right? Yeah, so it's <laughs> real good. I, I suggest everybody go back and listen to that show. We got some exclusive interviews on that. Real good show. And we want to remind everyone: if you want to stay in contact with us, number one, if you're listening to us live right now, feel free to call in at any time and voice your opinion. Three two three nine two seven two nine zero six. We're on live every day, ten p.m. to eleven p.m. Central Standard Time. And if you uh, want to follow us on Twitter, go to twitter.com slash rfsportsradio. You can follow us on Twitter. If you want to email us, email the show at rfsportsradio at gmail.com. Let's jump into a couple of top stories real quick, Royce. The big story here locally, um, believe it or not, is about the Rangers. I don't know when we talked about Rangers baseball in the month of January, but there's no Cowboys uh, news to talk about with the playoffs going on. So the right. Rangers signed Adrian Beltre a six-year deal for $96 million. And a lot of people are wondering, why would you sign Adrian Beltre, a third baseman, a good third baseman, when you have a guy like Michael Young that's been on the team for so long and been consistent for so long, too. But I think this really works out in the Rangers' favor because they have a chance now to move Young around. He could be a DH. He could be a hybrid player. And he's already said he does not want to be traded. But let me ask you, Royce, you know, sometimes when there's smoke, there's fire. If you're going to trade for yeah. a third baseman, does that mean that if you're going to sign a third baseman, I'm sorry, does it mean you got to trade another third baseman away? Well, you know, there's talk after the season ended about trading him anyway, and this is a chance for him to stay here in Texas. I think it's a pretty good move. Better would be a great, you know, I think it just made this team a little bit better. 
uh, you got a little more versatility. You know, it'd be it'd rest him up. You know, say if Vincent Beltran went down, you got somebody to cover. So I, I think this team has really kept stayed in the news this long. Even in December, we were talking about the Rangers with the lead thing. So I, I really think it's a big improvement for the Rangers. I think it, they're still my number one team going into the baseball season this year. I think that makes them a little bit better. How you feel about that? I think it does make them better. I mean, anytime you have options like that, you bring in Adrian Beltre, you still got Michael Young, you didn't have to trade him or give him up. I mean, I can see how you can go wrong by adding better players or more players to a good roster already. And you think about right. how that roster is going to roll out now. You've got power hitters. You got Josh Hamilton. You got Elvis Andrews. You got Michael Young. Now you got Adrian Beltre. I mean, so they got some power hitters on the team. And I'm forgetting Nelson Cruz as well too. Right. So they got some right. power hitters on the team. It's going to really help them in the lineup. And Beltre has been said to be a better defensive third baseman than Michael Young. I don't know how much better he could be than Michael Young, but. An upgrade is an upgrade at the end of the day. And, you know, uh, in the World Series, I think that was their downfall was hitting. You know, hitting slipped, and that's why they lost the World Series, you know. So I, I really think it really does hit this ball club. So I'm looking forward to the baseball season and this new Ranger look. I don't think they're through, though. I think they're going to still deal with a lot more players. I think they're still out there looking. they got a lot of bank behind them now, so yeah. I, I think this is just the beginning, you know, something bigger. And listen to how this thing kind of rolls out. I mean, it's a deal that's kind of laced with some incentives to, to make it $96 right. million. but for the right. first year, he gets $14 million. He gets $15 million in 2012, $16 million in 2013, $17 million in 2014, $18 million in 2015, and $16 million in uh, 2016. Um, so, and, and then it's only added up to 80 million dollars. But he gets, uh, he can get more money if he gets uh, 1,200 plate appearances in 2014 right. and 2015 wow. combined, or 600 plate appearances in 2015, and he can get that 96 million dollars. Wow. Yeah, that's kind of. I mean, I can see him signing that, but I just hope it doesn't turn into another A Rod deal. Remember how we. Paid him the twenty five million, and we got we got stuck with that. I, I don't want to see him get in that kind of position again. But all in all, I, I like the incentives in it. You know, it does uh, keep the player motivated, and he does have to produce to to get paid. So it's really not a bad deal. No, not a bad deal at all. I, I think it's a better deal than Chan Ho Park. <laughs> you know, if you oh, want yeah. to compare bad deals, right. the Rangers have been known right. to make. So I, I think it's a right. much better deal yeah. than that. Uh, some of his comments after signing with the Rangers, he says, uh, and this is his quote, we all know that the Rangers are a really good team and I want to win. And so the team is willing to do whatever it takes to get to the next step. And that's one of the factors that make my decision to come here a lot easier. Um, and, of course, the next step has got to be winning the World Series. I think there's no question about that when you make it to the World right. Series the season before. I mean, I, I don't think we'll, you know, you think we'll be satisfied by just getting back a you think this? You think we really need a win now? Well, you know, a, a win would be the greatest reward we could get. But you know, we are diehard Ranger fans. We, we be, you know, just to make the playoffs is really a big deal. But you know, like I said, once you get to that door, and you keep knocking, you can't get in. You got to knock it down. So, yeah, uh, that's true. Uh, World Series is the ultimate goal. That's what I'm looking for. It's the ultimate goal. You're right. Another top story going on here locally is the uh, Cowboys, a continuation from what we talked about yesterday. Of course, um, if you follow the NFL, then you know that every team, when they hire a head coach, has a father Rooney rule where they have to interview a minority candidate. It was a rule that was put in to, to get more African-American coaches as head coaches since African-Americans make up the majority of the NFL. So Jerry did his due diligence. He did follow the Rooney rule, as we talked about yesterday. He interviewed um, – the uh, the Robert Sears coach Ray Sherman, and then he also right. interviewed uh, Todd Bowles today. And Todd Bowles is an assistant from Miami. He came up under Parcells. Parcells yes, he did a little right. time here when he was with Parcells. And they interviewed Todd Bowles back in '07 when they decided right. to hire Wade Phillips. So 
I mean, I guess he must have impressed him back in 07 to bring him back in. A lot of people are speculating that maybe he's coming in to be the defensive coordinator and not right. really a head coach. But they must have liked the guy in 07 to bring him back, Royce. Am I right? Well, yeah, that, that's true. And we we all know that it's just a, probably tomorrow the announcement to come about Jason Garrett being the head coach. But uh, they're going to have to look – I think they're going to relinquish him with some of the duties of, you know, uh, offense and defense. He can't – you know, it'd be hard for him to uh, call the plays on both. So it's really not a bad choice. I, I think the guy's real good. Uh, I think it'd be an asset for the Cowboys. But, uh, you know, they, they – this whole Jerry hiring coaches and it, it's really been worried. <laughs> we know he really wasn't looking for a head coach, so I, I think he'd be a good asset to the team. And, it, and if Jason Garrett does come head coach, he's going to have a defensive coordinator. So yeah, I think that's we'll a given. Yeah, All we right. know he's going to have to have a defensive coordinator. Let me bring on uh, Rick on the live live on the show real quick because I know he got a comment about. Uh, the Cowboys and their search as they continue to try to find possibly a head coach, possibly a defensive coordinator. They interviewed Ty Bowles today, so let me get Rick's take on the subject. Rick, first of all, how you doing, and welcome to the show. Oh, hey, how's it going, Royce? How you doing, man? Hey, Rick. How you doing? Just fine. Eating this toilet paper, man. Charming. Charming, <laughs> <Shaman>, huh? <laughs> is that how it is? No. I'm just joking. I'm still referring to the beginning of the show when the lady was eating tart. I, I, I just can't see that, man, eating tart. Hey, that's crazy, <laughs> man. How, how can you eat that much toilet paper, man? Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. I how could you eat any toilet paper for all that? Yeah, really. Let's go there first. How could you do that at all? Yeah. Yeah, first. Rick, let me find out from you, man. What are you hearing about this whole Ty Bowles thing and him being interviewed? Is he really being interviewed for the head coaching job, or could he be the next defensive coordinator? Well, I mean, he's certainly coming in to satisfy the Rooney rule. You know, I think Jerry, and from everything that I'm hearing, I think that Jerry Jones pretty much has already got his mind made up of who he's going to choose as the head coach, you know. But it does create another opportunity for Todd Bowles if he would, you know, he gets a chance to interview for the head coach position unless he just wows him. We know Jason Garrett's got the job. But he, he could possibly become a defensive coordinator, like you were saying, because the Cowboys need one of them too. You know, and he's 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 familiar with the guy. The guy's familiar with the system that you know that, that was once run here. You know, most of the same players are are here when he was here. You know, so I mean, it could be a good opportunity for him. But you know, I think this is just to satisfy the run rule. I mean, Jason Garrett's going to be the coach. Yeah, yeah, I think I think all signs are pointing that way. As hard as it is for me to say it, but you know, we we had a big uh, discussion about that yesterday, but. Looks like all signs are pointing that way. Uh, another top story that we need to cover, too, guys, is we talked about Mavs yesterday. Let's get into a little update about that. They they come out today and say Dirk is still listed day-to-day, and we don't know if he's going to play tomorrow night. Of course, uh, we'll be live at that game when they take on Oklahoma City uh, in downtown Dallas, but we don't know if Dirk is going to play. We don't know what day he's going to play. Um, and then they say Roddy B should be back in about a week. Uh, so right. now, are they rushing Roddy B right. back, Rick? Are they trying to get him back on the floor? I mean, because uh, uh, he's been out for so long. He's supposed to be back in October, and here we are in January, but they say he's about a week out uh, from coming back to the team. Well, I mean, I can't say that they're actually rushing Roddy B, you know, since he, like I said, he's been out for a long time. You know, I know they've been resting him and – and, you know, they really haven't had a need for him up until this point. You know, they really hadn't had a need for him. They they were able to give him extra time. But now they kind of need him, you know, so I do think uh, they'll bring him up. If he was fully – if he was if he was seriously hurt, you know, he wouldn't have been playing in the in, in the in the, uh, the minor league games, you know. Right. He would have right. been resting, right. you know what I mean? Right. So, you know, they're, they're kind of rushing him back. The interesting thing, though, is about dirt. You know, are they going to go ahead right. and rush him back? Kevin Durant right. is coming into this place. He's too dangerous, you know. And right. if Dirk doesn't play tomorrow night, uh, you could best believe he's going to play the next game. Yeah, right. next game they have Orlando coming to town on Saturday night. A game with Beard too. Royce, what's your take on this? I mean, 
I know Roddy B is like Rick said is due back. He's been out for a long time, but Dirk is still being listed as day to day. Are they trying to just yeah. keep it under wraps when he's going to come back, or, or is, is Dirk just not ready? Well, you know, I I I, I can't answer that question about him being ready. Are they trying? I think they have starting to push the panic button because they're going to have to get us somebody to come up and score 15 to 20 points a night in order to even compete with other teams. Uh, so they're looking for that, that player to step up, whether it be Tyson Chandler, Stevenson, uh, Roddy. You know, they're going to find somebody to fill that boy. But uh, we don't know how bad Dirk is. We don't know uh, how serious it is. They are keeping it on the down low. But if he's hurt, let him rest. Like I said, we need him in the playoffs. Somebody on that team is going to step up. I say don't make any trades, you know, uh, see how this team plays, you know, because you're really going to find out what your team is made of right about now. Uh, <laughs> who's going to step up? Who's going to be the next? You know, because Dirk's not going to be here forever. They're going to, somebody's going to step up. Well, Dirk keeps reminding everybody in interviews, or even when he talked about breaking um, or surpassing Larry Bird on the scoring uh, list, right. he, he keeps bringing up the fact he's only here for four more years. Um, right. He did resign for for less money. He could have got a lot more money to go somewhere else. So maybe they do feel like, hey, we got to bring somebody in here to help Dirk right away. At least I hope they feel like that because I would oh, yeah. like to see a trade get done. Uh, but right. like I said, I think that we have a closer to the deadline. Was that right? Is, is, is this where you bring up Carmelo again, Rodney? It's, it's exactly <laughs> where I bring up Carmelo. <laughs> I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep bringing up Melo to to Mark. Says, "Hey man, I listened to the show last night. You're right. right. I need to go after Melo. So I'm gonna keep one bringing good, it up, Mark. Point, I know you listen. One good point that 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 you know you said is you know Dirk's not gonna be here forever. You know somebody's right. gonna have to take it over. You know right. once Dirk right. is gone, that would be right. a nice right. incentive for the Mavs to try to bring in a guy like Carmelo. I still don't think right. they would do it." But, you know, that would be nice for him to do that. You know, I think yeah, the pressure's on players players like Brandon Haywood, Tyson Chandler. I mean, you know, these guys are going to really, really step up because, you know, we're looking at Karan Butler was probably a, he's a real good defensive player. So now you love Very Dirk. Good. You know, the whole charisma of the team has changed. you got to find offense and maintain your defense. So it's really a big challenge. You know, for the Mavericks, I I don't know what's going to happen. You know, we just have to yeah. wait and see. They well, let's take a real they, they they certainly need to. I think you know, if nothing else, they need to, you know, go out and get them somebody else who's capable of defending the two or the three. You know, I mean, right. the Mavs are very successful when they keep teams from scoring a hundred points. You know, and we've right. seen the Mavs before when they score a hundred, the next team score a hundred. You know, the Mavs yeah. score a hundred, the next team they play score a hundred again. You know, they just keep right, you know. right. But now the way the Mavs have been playing, especially with that stretch zone defense that they run, you know, they're able to maintain teams, and teams aren't able to go out and score as many points. And the loss of Karan Butler is going to really hurt them in that area. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, I yeah. agree. And where's the offense coming from? Where's the offense coming from? That's what I want to know. Yeah, yeah, that too. I mean, at some point they could they could probably make up for that as a committee. You know, Jason Terry put in a you know an extra three or four right. points, and Jason right. Kidd gets you an extra three or four points, and same with Dirk and Tyson Chandler. You know, it's possible for them to do that. I don't I don't know that there's a player available though for them to get. You know yeah, that that was the the total package of Karan Butler. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying Karan Butler is all that. I'm just saying he was a solid piece for what the Mavs have right now. And, you know, they're going to need somebody to fill that void. Yeah. Well, let's take a quick uh, commercial break real fast, guys. we got a lot more stuff to talk about. we got to get into this Vince Young story, him being unemployed now, uh, looking for a job for next season. And, of course, we got to talk about the NFL playoffs, too. You listen to the RF Sports Radio Show live on blogtalkradio.com. What's up out there with it, world? What's up with it? It's your boy Chosen. Man, and I'm back in the building, you dig? 
And for all of y'all that haven't already done it, you know what I'm saying? Go out there and join icebreakerproductions.com right now. Support your favorite ICE artist right now. You know what I'm saying? Get a ringtone, get a t-shirt, buy the calendar right now. You can even pick up a teddy bear. You know what I'm talking about? We got everything. Got everything. Um, Every Wednesday, y'all need to be checking out the Icebreaker Radio Show at mm-hmm. 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. 7 p.m. Where can you hear it? Icebreakerproductions.com. You know what I'm saying? Scroll down about the middle of the page and click on the player and you got us. You know what I'm saying? And if that ain't working for you, hop on iTunes and listen to us on the podcast. I ain't tripping. You know, you can get us on anywhere. Anywhere. And uh, if you really want to know what's going down at all times with Icebreaker Productions, you got to follow us on Twitter at Icebreaker Radio. And if you're a Facebook lover, hit us up, Icebreaker Productions. You know what to do. And uh, for all of y'all that like them live, fresh videos, you know you can follow us on the YouTube channel, Chosen972. Right if you're now. you're in the old school and, you know what I'm saying, you still on MySpace, hit us up, 972. We ain't tripping. And uh, without further ado, we're going to go ahead and hop into this album, the reason that you're hearing my voice. Uh-huh. You like one of these artists, you know what I'm saying? So get your jam on, get your lean on. Yeah. And uh, I'll be back at you later on in the future with more ICE announcements. Already. This is RF with the RF Sports Radio Show. I'm here live with my good friend, CEO and creator of LawApps.com, Jared Rice. Why don't you let everyone know exactly what LawApps.com is? It's a mobilized version of an attorney's regular website so that people can access the site on mobile phones like smartphones, whether it be HTC, iPhone, Android, BlackBerry, or Palm, or any Windows-based system. So why does an attorney need LawApps.com? Well, if you have a regular website and people are pulling it up on their mobile phone, obviously they can't see it. So if you don't have a mobilized version of your site, you're missing out on millions of customers. And, you know, for business, that's not a good thing, especially in 2011. So what's the best way for people to get in contact with LawApps.com? Go to our website at LawApps.com, and apps is spelled with a Z on the end, not an S. Or they can give us a call at our toll-free number, one eight 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 nine seven four six seven eight four. 6784 That's one eight 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 nine seven four six seven eight four. And it's lawapps.com, L-A-W-A-P-P-Z.com. Get your law firm out of the dark ages. Hi, this is Pastor Monica Wallace. I want to personally invite you to Kingdom Encounter every Sunday at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time on Blog Talk Radio. That's blogtalkradio.com slash kingdom encounter each and every Sunday at 5 p.m. Hear what the kingdom has to offer you and have your own encounter. That's blogtalkradio.com slash kingdom encounter. Sundays at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time with me, Pastor Monica Wallace, and may God bless you. And we back live, uh, RF Sports Radio Show, we right back. We're going to get into a couple of other topics, of course. we got to talk about this whole Vince Young thing, him being unemployed right now, not having a team. Uh, we're going to talk about the NFL playoffs to give you our predictions and our picks on that. If you guys have listened to our picks before in the past, you know if you need to make your rent money, you need to pay your car note, you need to listen to our picks because we're going to give you the lowdown and give you the right thing, the, the, the lead pipe lock so you can get your money right. So let's bring our guests back on. Royce, I know I got you on, and, and Rick, I got you on as well too. Before we get into the Vince Young story, y'all, I got to give y'all my what I call my Only in America story. Now, I don't know if you guys huh. seen this on the news. Or if you've seen it on YouTube with a guy by the name of Ted Williams. Ted Williams is a homeless guy from Columbus, Ohio. And he stands out there close to the interstate out there and has a sign that says, uh, we'll do my radio voice for food or spare change. And mm. somebody actually filmed him, went up to him and, and told him, hey, man, do your radio voice. And uh, come to find out he's an out-of-work radio guy. And he made a YouTube video about it. The YouTube video went viral. It's all over the news, CNN, ESPN, and the Cleveland Cavaliers have offered to give him a house and a job uh, based mm. off this YouTube video. NFL flew him to New York today to do some work on NFL films. So I thought it was a real good wow. story. Let's listen listen to the video first so you can hear how good this guy really is. And he's a homeless guy with a sign right there on the side of the freeway. Let me play it for you real quick. 
tomorrow morning is your chance to win a pair of tickets to see this man live in concert. <laughs> Thank you so much. I thought that was cool right there, man. You got a homeless guy. You hear how he sounds? He sounds like he's on movie phone. It sounds like the guy to hear on all the right. commercials for sports. Right. Right. And he's right. a homeless right. guy, and he, and he got his chance to get a house. He saw his mom <laughs> for the first time in 16 years. And he's got been flown out to New York to do some work for NFL Films. I thought that was a really a only in America type story. Right. right. Wow. I mean, God bless him. You know, I mean, he <laughs> that was his lottery ticket. You know, and it works right. for him, you know. So, I mean, God bless him, man. It's, it's another person off the streets, and hopefully he can, can get out there and continue to do something for himself. Yeah, no you know, doubt. You know, we need more stories like that. <laughs> you know, that's what makes America great. And uh, we look at all the bad stuff, but we need more good stories like that, you know. And stuff like that happen every day. They don't get reported every day. So that's, that's kudos, you know, good, good for him. Yeah, if you want to check out the full video, I mean, if you see how these guys look, you never think he sounded like that, go to rfsportsradio.blogspot.com. We're going to post a video there for you guys to check out and keep those YouTube video, YouTube views uh, going up so we can help this guy out for sure. But let's jump into the Vince Young topic. Uh, we thought about, we, we talked about Jeff Fisher maybe not being the head coach next year for the Titans. Of course, they had a big rear for Vince Young earlier uh, towards the end of the season where Vince Young threw his pads in the crowd. They sent him away from the team. Fisher told him, hey, don't come back. You're not on this team anymore. The the owner, Bud Adams, another Texas guy, says, hey, Vince is my guy. I'm going to ride with Vince. Even if Fisher has to go, I'm going to keep Vince as my quarterback no matter what. Well, once it came down to it, he decides to let Vince go. He tells Vince, hey, you're not going to be on the roster next year and he's going to keep Fisher as a head coach. So, Royce, what's your initial reaction with him keeping Fisher and now that Vince Young is out here on the streets? Well, some of that I say Vince Young did to himself. You know, ever since the incident with the gun a while back, his behavior has been kind of weird. And if he had to choose between Jeff Fisher as a proven coach and Vince Young, which has been injury-prone, he's been uh, in and out of the lineup, you know, I, I can see them getting rid of him. I, I hate to see it happen to Vince Young. He's so talented. At the same time, you know, you have to do with if it's a disruption for the team, you got to get rid of it. There's something going on with Vince Young. I can't quite put my finger on it. Nobody really knows people that know him. So I, I have to put some of the blame on him. He did some of it to himself. Uh, uh, and, and, Rick, once you heard about this thing going down, we, we, we even thought Jeff Fisher was going to be out. But now we right. see Vince Young is out. Yeah. I mean, just looking at Vince Young as, as a player and, and as a person as you know him from what you heard or what you've seen, I mean, do you think the Titans make the right decision? I mean, you know, first of all, let me say, some of, some of it is actually news because I wasn't aware that they went ahead and right. uh, told Fisher that he was going to stay the coach because I thought that was still being looked at as well. But, you know, thanks for reporting that. That that kind of shuts the door on Jeff Fisher coming here for sure, you know. Yeah. But as far as Vince Young is concerned, I mean, this is a classic case of, you know, a guy getting himself run out of town because of his attitude. Right, you know, Vince right. Young, Vince Young didn't get cut, you know, from the Titans because of his play on the field. You know, he did get hurt. But whenever Vince Young was out there, he was still he was still a pretty good quarterback. I'm not saying he was one of the best in the league, but he was good enough for them to win games. You know, and Vince Young just he just he just ran himself out of town. The one person backing him finally said, "I can't do it no more." Now I think somebody yeah. might have gotten in Bud Adams' ear, you know, and told him, "Look, right. that's that's the cancer right there. That's the one you need to let go of." You know, and he probably right. just listened to somebody. But that's this is this is Vince Young's fault, you know, in my opinion. Right. You know, agree. just from I what agree. I hear. It's his fault because of his attitude. Now this could be a reality check for him. This young has got to look at it. You know, do I do I, I do I love the game of football or do I just love the money? You know, which which part is it? You know what I mean? So once he figure out that football is is his love, Vince Young will be all right. Yeah, and you know, you guys are talking about you know something's up with Vince Young, but I think one of the things that Vince Young is missing, um, you see, Tennessee is one of those places. Nashville is one of those places. They embrace all the players on their team. 
They loved Jeff Fisher. They definitely loved Steve McNair when he was there too. And McNair right. was like a mentor towards, uh, you know, kind of getting getting, getting um, Vince Young together, especially as a when they were both Titans together. They even kept a relationship right. when he went to the uh, – uh, went to Baltimore and moved back to Nashville, although he wasn't playing. They but, you know, it, it, right. everything kind of happened once McNair, you know, passed away. He started kind of doing everything on his own, not listening right. to anyone else. I mean, that was pretty much, from what I hear, McNair was the only guy that kind of could take Vince Young and put him in the room and get him set straight. So you think that had right. something to do with it by not having McNair there or anybody that, that he could really kind of look up to and kind of follow in their footsteps, so to speak? Yeah, absolutely, Rodney. Uh, you know, and then I think the Titans wanted to uh, uh, get as far away from that too because of the Magnar uh, incident that surrounded his uh, death. And uh, I don't think they wanted to be involved. I don't know. We don't know what was not reported about Vince Young. We don't know how much they kept secret. You know, could have done a lot more. I suspect now that he's out. You know, he's out of the organization. A lot more stuff gonna come out about this young and their decision to get rid of it. Well, Rick, yeah, what do you I think agree. about uh, McNair? I, I, you think McNair's, you know, his his role in Vince Young's life and the fact that he wasn't around when all this real turmoil started to happen, you think that played a, a factor in of it? Well, I mean, I I think it's a, a very sad deal, you know, first of all, because of McNair's death in general. You know, and then secondly, you know, I know a lot of people that's been affected by stuff like that, you know, and it's always been a sad situation to me when it's that that one person that is so inspiring to you, you know, once that person is gone, you're unable to, you know, move ahead. You know what I mean? I'm not saying I I understand it. You know what I mean? I understand it. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's just... This has right. always been sad to me, you know, those kind of situations, right. you know. But but make no mistake about it. Vince Young, you know, from what I understand, you know, people that, that's been around him, you know, they they say that, you know, he's kind of been, been babied a lot. You know, everything has always been handed right. to Vince Young. Vince Young has never really had to go out and just work hard for anything. You know, it, it's just always been given to him. You know, so Vince Young just needs to figure it out, you know. I need to go get it. I need to go get right. it, and you know I think Vince Young. I think he'll be all right. You and know there were rumors about him not working out. Remember, right. there were rumors about he was, uh, you know. So sometimes your head can get too big, and you forget well, where yeah. you came from. Right. So, yeah. I, you know, it's I think I think a lot of more stuff's gonna come out. Right. Well, let's talk real quick, and before we move on, let's talk real quick about his future as a quarterback in the NFL. Now, there are some teams out there that need some quarterbacks, you oh, know, yeah, whether yeah. they decide to put them on the bench or develop them. But I'm thinking about teams in general like Minnesota, where you can go play with Percy Harvin and Adrian right, Peterson. Right, and I'm right. thinking about teams like um, a, a whole number of teams out there, San Francisco. Carolina, Carolina, Carolina. Well, Carolina's got the number one pick. I think they're going to go. Right towards the draft to look for a quarterback with Vince Young could come right. in there and be a backup. Yeah, backup I mean he right. could go he could go several different places. I mean Rick, what do you think about his future as an NFL quarterback? Man, make no mistake about it. Vince Young will have a job next year. I mean he's too talented not to. Right. You know, like right. I said, you know, even though Carolina's got the number one pick, but they still need a quarterback. Cleveland needs their quarterback right. situation. Right. So right. Oakland yeah. can use a quarterback. You know, it, it's way too many teams out there that could use a quarterback. And, you know, Vince Young is going to understand, you know, so he's going to take the money. He's going to take right. the money. So whether it's a whether it's a starting role or a backup role, you know, Vince Young is going to, going to take the money, you know, and I guarantee somebody is going to pick him up. Guarantee. Uh, right. And look how many backup quarterbacks had to play starting position just this past year. So even Kidna with Dallas had to step in, being a veteran. He actually led this team pretty good. But we had a lot Dallas. of them that came off the bench. Right, down here, right. So Vince Young ended he up here, you know, the quarterback missed some games. Vince Young played for two games. Everybody be hollering for Vince Young to start. I'm telling you, I mean, any place he goes, any place he right. goes, it's going to be like that. San Francisco, you know, right. there's a lot of teams in this right. quarterback. And Michael Vick is a perfect example of how you can bounce back. He 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 worked his way back into the starting lineup. 
You know, he he, sure he made sure he did. earned his job. He earned him a job. So yeah, I'm taking out the situation. I must let all of our listeners know that I that I tried to uh, I tried to reach out to Vince Young to get his comment for the story. I was actually trying to get him to come on the show tonight, and um, I sent him a message on Twitter. Just told him, you know, asked him what his comments or how he felt about it. The only thing he did send out on Twitter, uh, he replied. He said, "I had a great run with the Titans, and appreciate what they did, what the organization did for me, and I'm thankful for all that they did." And uh, to new beginnings, he says he's really excited about bringing his talents to a new team. So I guess you can kind of say, you know, he's going to be playing at least with a chip on his shoulder, I would think. Yeah. Yep. Everybody right. talk about bringing their talents. Everybody talk about bringing their talents now. <laughs> that, that's true. That's true. <laughs> LeBron, yeah. need to, LeBron need to coin that one, man. I know, right? He does. I, I, he does. I guarantee it, though. This Young is going to play for somebody. And, you know, oh, yeah. if it's a backup role, he's going to get the opportunity to step in and play. If that quarterback go down, he's going to play well. He's going to be good. I'm telling you, he's going to, I, I think this is a reality check for him. You know, I yeah. give him that. I don't think that he's ever had that. You know, not from what I understand. Don't get me wrong. I don't know him personally. It could have happened plenty of times, but I don't know of it. You know, so this is a clear reality check. Yeah, All right. Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, let's take a quick commercial break, man, because we still got to talk about these NFL playoffs. We're going to get back into this whole picks thing. We didn't pick the last week of the NFL, so we all got to make up for it today. And we're going to be joined by an old friend of ours, old chosen. You know, he did get one win this season, and he says he wants to come <laughs> back and pick with us in the playoffs to try to try to get his crown back because he did lose it on what he calls a technicality because he was sick that day. So but should uh, we we're let him back? <laughs> we're gonna let him get a chance yeah, to get back in it and see what he can do. So let's take a quick commercial break, real fast, and we'll be right back on the RF Sports Radio Show. Oh yeah, the oh, wait is finally yeah. over. The new release from Rifleman, Smoke in the City, available the now. City. Album features Blow Fly, Mayhem, Kenfo Jack, and the Grit Boys. Also featured production from super producer, none other than Big Chris. Available now at all of your favorite online retailers, iTunes, Amazon, Napster, Rhapsody, 7 Digital, E-Music, and every other major online retailer that you can think of. Don't wait, go pick up Smoke in the City now. It's blazing, it's blazing. This is RF with the RF Sports Radio Show. Do you have a business, a product, a service, or a website, and you need more customers? Advertise with the fastest-growing Internet sports radio show and market your business to sports fans worldwide. Don't miss a unique opportunity to capitalize on the biggest marketing genre in the world. Email me at rfsportsradio at gmail.com. That's rfsportsradio at gmail.com. We have options for every budget, and don't let business pass you by. Calling all models, models. calling all actors, actors. all music artists, music calling artists. all comedians, comedians and producers. I got producers. a question for you. Have you been having trouble finding gigs, and not just gigs, but paid gigs? Well, if that's you, look no further. Okay. We've got the perfect solution for your problem. Go to webookgigs.info right now. Okay. Sign up and create your profile. And let me tell you what you're going to get. You're going to get updates about shows and paid gigs sent directly to your personal I Twitter, like Facebook, email, and your phone. Now, the best thing about webookgigs.info is it's absolutely no cost to I sign up. That. So what are you waiting for? Don't delay. Webookgigs.info right now. Right now. So, Brian, you play defense and special teams for the Dallas Cowboys. Is that correct? Yes, that is correct. Okay, so as a defensive player, I'm just going to go ahead and assume that you hate penetration. Now, Brian, why do you hate penetration so much? <laughs> it's not good, and it puts the, uh, puts the defense in an uncomfortable position. It puts his what? In an uncomfortable position. Well, that is not good. Uh, okay, Normally, when it's game time, you put a hat on, but I was wondering, 
Did you ever think about saying F the Surgeon General and just hitting the field raw dog? <laughs> Have you ever given that any thought? No, not at all. <laughs> Far from it. <laughs> well, you ought to think about that sometime. Also, I think everyone wants to know what Brian McCann's take on ball control is. Definitely got to improve on, on my ball control anyway. On your ball control on or off the field? <laughs> on the field. Got to work on my ball control on the field. But off the field, things are said to be okay. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're fine. They're, they're, they're fine. Okay, well, you heard it here from Brian McCann. He uh, evidently doesn't like penetration, but his ball control off the field is okay. And we're back for our last segment of the R Sports Radio Show. We thank everybody for tuning in. Uh, we're going to get ready to talk about some NFL playoff stuff, so you guys are more than welcome to call in. 323-927-2906. That's 323-927-2906. Or follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash rfsportsradio. Let's bring my guests back on. Let me bring on my co-host, Royce, my co-host, Rick, and let me welcome Chosen to the program. Chosen, how you doing tonight, man? Hey. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Hey, what's happening? How's it going? Oh, just like now, to say Happy New Year to everybody. Happy New Year. Now, now you, you, me, you, talked, later, me, you talked the other day, and you said that, you know, you felt like you didn't get a chance to really pick after you won the crown, and, and now you want to come back and try to get your crown back for the playoffs, right? Oh, indeed, indeed. It's definitely time for uh, for me to, you know, Pull a pull ahead of everybody, you know. Everybody's zero and zero now. And, that, that's uh, absolutely six, right. <laughs> everybody's tired. We're absolutely right. The season's over with. Who? Uh, by the way, who who won the season record? I, mean, I won the season record. record. I won the season record. I won the season record. Man, please! I had to. I went back on all the shows, and I won the season record. Well, we're going to go back and, and, and research that because I, I don't I'm believe telling. it. Check, we right. got to check the files. We got to check, right, check, check the files. We got to check the files, right, man. We want to recap. We want to recap. It was some hanging chairs in that. <laughs> yeah, I saw some hanging chairs in that boat. Uh, yeah, we got to recap. Right. But everybody's even as of today. To everybody's play out the, even as of today. Start. Right, Playoff, right. Baby. So, let's go. So bring it on. All right, bring so let's it on. get it. Let's let's get it on. Let's start with the NFC first. Uh, let's go with what we got going on on Saturday and Sunday with the NFC. Saturday's game is going to place the uh, fifth seed New Orleans Hornets, a team that won 11 games, going against the Seattle Six. team that only won seven, finished seven and nine. The first team to ever finish seven and nine to get a home game at home. Now, let's take into account that Pierre Thomas is on the IR. Ivy's on the IR, so they don't know, you know, they're going to have, of course, Bush and they have Julius Jones as their running backs, but they still got Drew Brees. Enough said. Now, Seattle, right. now we got to take into account the fact that Seattle is one of the toughest places to play, especially in the playoffs. It's loud, it's cold, it's going to be raining, and this is an indoor team, and the last time the Orleans Saints had to play outdoors to get to a Super Bowl. They lost in the championship game against the Bears. I know you guys remember that. And they won't get a dome game until unless they play Atlanta uh, in the in the conference finals. So let's take all that into consideration. Seattle's ranked uh, at number four. New Orleans is number five. So, Chosen, I'll let you go ahead and pick first for this pick since you didn't get a chance to pick last time. You taking the Saints or you taking the Seahawks at home? I got to go with the Saints. I got to go with the Saints. Enough said, just Saints. They're simply, I mean, you know, Seattle I don't think really is going to be able to compete against the level of play that I expect the Saints to bring. You know, if we remember last season when the Saints, what I say, threw their last three games and rested everybody up, you know, they, they accomplished the task of trying to get everybody as healthy as they can through this brutally tough schedule, and it's showtime. Right. Now, Rick, who you picking on this game, man? You got the the Seahawks and that and that twelfth man they have at, at the home state in Seattle. You going with the 
the Saints on the road, outdoors in the cold and the rain. The the twelfth man counts, and and congratulations to the Seahawks for winning their division. You know, so they get the playoff game. But the Saints are going to go in there and beat the Seattle Seahawks. The Seahawks are seven and nine for a reason. Right, they are seven right. and nine for a reason. You know, and that's not to say that the Saints are just that much better. But let's think about it. They are. They are that much better. Period. They're going to go smash those boys. You're not giving Seattle no chance at all. No. Not a. Well you. put. Well put. Royce, who are you going with on this game? You know, after chewing on some toilet paper for a while, I finally made a decision. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, considering everything you said about the code, the 12th man, everything, Seattle made in the playoffs because they were just, it was just a few teams just as worse as they are. They had the worst record to make the playoffs. Uh, I, and you got to put it on Sean Payton. I think Hasselbeck is still hurt. One hit of him, he's out the game. I got to go with the Saints. Everything points yeah, to the and, Saints. And I meant yeah. to mention that Pete Carroll is not saying who's going to start that game. Right. Both quarterbacks right. have been taking equal amount of amount of reps. Hasselbeck and Whitehurst too, so they've been taking equal amount of reps as well. But I Charlie think I'm going to have to ride with everybody else, man. I'm going to go with No as well. As much as I like to see the upset, because I think we're going to have to have an upset pick in there somewhere. This may be the best chance for it to happen, but I got to go with the Saints. I mean, who would pick a seventy-nine team to pick a to beat an eleven and five team, whether it's on the road or at home? Right. I'm ride with you guys on that one. Our next game in the NFC to pick, and this is going to be a hard one here. So take your time. Shows you got the number three seed Philadelphia Eagles at home, and they're welcoming in the Green Bay Packers, the sixth seed, and the Packers have already beat the Eagles at home before. Once this season, of course, it is a kind of a different Eagles team. Vic has been playing a lot longer, but nevertheless, they did beat him one time before. So, chosen, who you picking? Um, I gotta say, the Mike Vickle, the the Mike Vick factor was not present earlier, and and I definitely think that the that the playoff Mike Vick is going to be ready for this challenge. They're at home. Although Green Bay is used to playing in cold environments, I just don't think that uh, Philadelphia loses this week. I'm riding mm. with the Eagles. Riding with the Eagles. And, Rick, who you like in this game? I'm going to have to go with the Eagles, too. But I must say this is going to be a really, really good game. This is going to be a good game, I think. I think the Eagles will pull it out because they're at home. You know, the Packers are going to come in there, and the Packers don't have a bad defense, y'all. The Packers, right. they all right. right. They all right. They got right. they got a good right. secondary. They got Clay Matthews running up in there. You know, they the Packers are gonna they're gonna put up a fight. I just think the Eagles are gonna pull this one out. I think this is it's just something about Michael Vick this year. He got the mojo. Now let's take into account that a lot of NFL teams, especially teams that played Vick late in the season, kind of had a had a better opportunity to beat the Eagles. Because they kind of figured them out. They knew they had to hit them as much as they could and as hard as they could and force them to go to the right, and they had a chance from there. So let's take that into account that these defensive coordinators are now trying to game plan against Vic. And you mentioned that Green Bay's got a good off, good defense to kind of combat that offense that they have. So I'm interested to see, Royce, who you picking this game. You like, you like Green Bay? You like the Philadelphia Eagles? Rodney, you could have said that comment for your decision. I've already made mine. <laughs> but <laughs> listen, uh, as good as Green Bay is playing right now, and I do, do think this will be a great game, you know, but after having two weeks' rest of the starters in Philly, I mean, it makes a big difference. I, I'm going to go with Philadelphia. Mm. I think the rest really helped Philly. Yeah, I think the rest really helped, too. I was trying to throw you guys off a little bit so I can stay with the Eagles and have somebody pick the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, you got to say that comment. <laughs> but I'm looking forward to next week when uh, Vic is going to get a chance to go back to the ATL, play in front of a right. bunch of fans right there in the Georgia Dome. So I'm out the road with the right. Eagles to win this game and, and see them play Atlanta next week. 
Right. Just the game look, they, they they better be careful game planning against Michael Vick because they do have Deshaun Jackson out there too. Right. Well, that's right. true. That's true. Yeah, you're right about that. So that's the NFC. So right now we all got the we all have the Saints advancing and we have the Eagles advancing, and uh, the Eagles will take on the Atlanta Falcons. The Saints will get a chance to go to Chicago to return to the scene of the crime, so to speak, where they wow. lost their uh, playoff game and didn't make it to the Super Bowl and allowed Chicago to go. So they'll go back right. to that next week. That'd Let's be go a good AFC one, too. Real, right. Let's go to the AFC real fast, and we'll pick the uh, Jets, number six Jets, on the road to play the Colts. The Jets have 11 wins. The Colts have 10. And uh, Sanchez, of course, he has a, a bad shoulder. He's been throwing in practice, and I think there's no doubt that he'll play. How good he'll be is up is up in the air, really. And the Jets, if you remember last year, they lost the AFC Championship game to the Colts in Indianapolis. So it's a rematch uh, from where they ended their season last year. Chosen, you get the pick first. Um, um, <laughs> study long, study wrong, Gunston. I'm telling wow. you, it did not take you that can, long to sit down. Can, yeah. can 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 you can you can you repeat those stats for me, please? I just want to make sure that this may be my upset pick of the week. It's the right. Jets versus the coach in Indianapolis. Yeah. It's right. the Jets versus you, the coach in Indianapolis Saturday call. night at 7 p.m. on I, Channel I, 5. I mean, you know, I I I'm really not a. Uh, all right, all right. I'm I'm just going to say that I think this is my coin flip game. The Jets have really disappointed me this season, but I'm going to ride with them just because that's who I roll with. Mm. So you like the Jets to get their revenge in the playoffs against the Colts. Royce, who you picking this uh, game? I, wow, this, this is one of those coin flips. But I, I'm going to put it to you like this. I, I This is my prediction. Coach win. Uh, both teams coming out to congratulate each other, and Sanchez asks uh, for an autograph. <laughs> and, <laughs> because I think Peyton Manning, I think Peyton, I think he's gonna get caught up watching Peyton Manning play, and that's my prediction. So we look for that at halftime. He has Peyton Manning for autograph on the field in the middle. I got to go with the coach. I think Peyton Manning finds a way to win. It's hard to it's hard to go against him. It really is. It really yeah, is. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm riding with Manning too because I think you know Peyton's got Joseph a die back, uh, right. and plus I think he's he's kind of built something with these uh, receivers that he's got to throw the ball to, and the way the Jets have been playing. You know, <laughs> Sanchez got a bad arm. The last game he played in, of course, Brunel played most of the game, but he didn't right. do nothing but hand the ball off. He didn't even really right. throw a pass. So I'm going to ride right. with the coach also. So, Rick, that means I know you're picking the Jets then. Man, you know, Chosen, I was giving you a hard time, but I really do feel you on, on thanking on the game, right. you know. Right. Yeah, I, right. Hate this, I hate this game right here. I hate this. Right. Because, oh, yeah. you know, I mean, the Jets, I, I was really pulling for the Jets. I want the Jets to get out there and do their thing, but it's hard for me to, to, to bet against Peyton Manning in the playoffs. You know, right. not with this particular Jets. Not with this particular it, Jets. It, it's hard. It's hard. Right. I, I just can't do it. Now, the Jets might be able to get out there and get them some run game, you know, and if right. they get that run game going, you know, they're going to get a close fit, and it's possible for right. them to pull it out. It is very right. much of a coin flip game, but I, right. I'm going to have to go with Peyton Manning, man. Mm. Wow. So you guys leave me out here on a limb like that, huh? On a limb, brother. Let them game. You watch for him to ask for man is autograph at the end of the game. <laughs> so I get you one. That's gonna be out there. Ask him to get you one too. Ask him to get you one too, Joseph. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and uh, the last, uh, the last AFC game is going to be the Sunday game. This will be at noon on CBS. You got the Baltimore Ravens. On the road playing in another tough, tough, tough stadium to play in, and that's Kansas City. You know they're going to look out on that big stadium, see all that red everywhere. Oh, they're yeah. going to be loud. Oh, it's going to be. And Kansas City got one, got the best home record other than the Atlanta Falcons. 
Right. Uh, and in the, the, in the NFL right now, they got they got the real right. 12th man for real. So, right. Chosen, right. you get to pick first, man. This is a hard one here. You got the Ravens on the road, or you got the Kansas City Chiefs and the 12th man. Um, I think uh, I think I'm gonna have to roll with Baltimore on this one, man. That's a safe pick. Very safe. That's a safe pick. I mean, Rick, I, 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 mean I, I would, I would elaborate, him. but I think it's it's pretty self-explanatory on that one. <laughs> right, all right. Rick, who you picking this game, man? Well, I'm, I mean, I'm like you. They're gonna come out there and they're gonna see all that red. But Ray Lewis and them gonna smell blood. That's exactly what that is. And they gonna they gonna whoop Kansas City in Arrowhead Stadium. I'm mm. going with the Ravens. Royce, who you picking? I, I think the bright. This is my second roll of toilet paper, by the way. I think the bright lights <laughs> of the playoffs get to Kansas City, and uh, Baltimore's been there. They've done that. They're going to be cool and collective. I think the excitement of a playoff game, having not been there, we're talking about Kansas City. I know they're a good team this year, but I think the the the, the hype of the playoff, they're not ready for that. They're not. And i got to get to Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm definitely riding with Baltimore also, too, because uh, quiet as kept, Baltimore is my pick to make it out the AFC. But we'll talk about that next week. Um, and, and before we go, well, let's just recap the pick so everybody knows who they have. It's close. Chosen. It's close. Except for Joe. Chosen, Chosen, you're the only person that picked a different game with the Jets, so you really have the only opportunity to win. So c- c- congratulations on that. So if, you, if the Jets uh, win, you win, basically. Well, you know, I, 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 Ross is a wise man. There, there has to be an upset somewhere. And, I mean, right. I, I, really, like, I really like riding with Peyton. But Peyton has let me down so many times. I'm ge- I'm glad I don't gamble. That's mm. true. Yeah, absolutely That's right. True. And you know, on any given day, anybody, every, all teams are even. The play, the season don't mean anything right now. So anybody right. can beat anybody. Right. Everybody's even. So you're absolutely right. We all may be wrong. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> yep. See, now, we might all be even. if there was a. If it was an upset, in my mind, it would be the Packers beating, beating right, the Eagles. Right, Philly, you know, I right, think that's right. that's probably the best chance, you know, right there. And with yeah. the Jets following in um, behind them, you know, as the, the yeah. games right. to be upset, you know. The Jets have a really good chance of, of winning that game, man. They really, they really do. They really right. do. I wouldn't be surprised right. yeah. if they get out there and just run the ball down their throats and then, you know, end up winning the game. But – Peyton Manning, man, the money. This for the money. This for all the marbles. Peyton Manning ain't right. gonna go out like right. that. Right, right. But you know, if I had to pick, if I had to pick a a surprise game, upset game. Honestly, my upset game would be Seattle and New Orleans, man. I'm I know you think, gonna I think, say that. I, I think I think it's really gonna be hard for the Saints to to overcome that, man. Especially playing outside in the rain and the cold and the Seattle crowd. I've seen so many teams go to Seattle. And lose in the first round of playoffs is ridiculous, man. Yeah. Uh, that's why I really think that that that's going that could be the really surprise shock game. Although I'm not gonna pick uh-huh. them yet. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. They, they, they have had a kicker to lose the game been. before, so watch out for the slippery slippery ball. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 Will you be able to throw? You know, it may come down to kicking game. You're absolutely right. And so they're gonna you wanna say something? I'm I'm predicting it now. Uh, Seattle will lose because of how their starting quarterback plays the game. Right. right. I don't like how he plays under yeah. pressure. Right. Which which one? And he like to say, <laughs> which one? Which one? I really think Hasselbeck is 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 is, is a really hurt. And like I say, you you're looking at the lineman with a New Orleans man. They hit him good time. He's out. And I'm chilling. Exactly. The back of the, right, yeah. right. So he's out. Yeah, they really. can't win without a court. They have no chance without them playing. Yeah. And I Rick, agree. I got to so say I think, this, I, think you, you, I, I think that's exactly Rick, why he so, goes in the end the game. Right. You know, Rick, you, you, you say, you know, about Peyton Manning, you know, about losing when it's not time to lose. I mean, you, 
Tell him how he chokes. And ask New Orleans how he chokes, man. I mean, I can't believe you guys roll with the Colts, man. They have just not been well. Well, well, you know why I well, chose we'll them? Because, we'll because the Jets have been up and down, and we've seen them play some terrible games. Which Jets yeah. team is going to show True. up? You know, that's the only question. True. What Jet team is going to show up? Well, well you're right about uh, Peyton Manning, too. Peyton Manning have been known to choke in some, some games. Right. And, you know, I think most of that was contributed to the team choking as a whole, you know, not right. just Peyton Manning. But Peyton Manning had his turn at, at choking, too. I don't, it's just, I don't know, man. It's just something about it, just the way, you know, Peyton Manning had to, you know, didn't really have his best season, but he fought it out all year towards the end of the season. He was able to pick it up. Man, I think Peyton is dangerous right now. I think he's going to be dangerous for the Jets. Now, if they was playing the Patriots, then I, I probably would go ahead and pick the Patriots, and I would hate doing so. But, you know, I think they can go ahead and beat the Jets, though. I think. Yeah, yeah, well, we're going to definitely see. That's our time for the night, y'all. We thank everyone for tuning in. Of course, you can tune in tomorrow night at 10 p.m. to 11 p.m. We'll be live at the uh, AAC for the Mavs taking on the Oklahoma City Thunder. We'll see if Dirk gets a chance to play, so check our blog at rfsportsradio.blogspot.com. We'll do a rebroadcast tomorrow night and a rebroadcast on Friday night because we'll be at the Cotton Bowl, and we'll talk to you guys live again on Monday. It's been the RF Sports Radio Show live on Blog Talk Radio. Thank you all for tuning in and good night.